what I've always appreciated has just been the totally positive nature of it. When there's challenge, it's never you're doing that wrong or I wouldn't do it that way or that's not the way to do it. It's a positive step forward. It's a, do you think you could do that better or could you do that differently? Or how about if you thought about it from this angle instead? So it's always constantly building things up. I remember when we first started working together, I'd put out a wellbeing retreat that was going to run. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember it. It was yesterday. I'd only had two people signed up and I was going to just casually refund them and withdraw it from the market. And I think you just said, no, you're doing it. And it was like, oh, okay. I've told Helen and now I have to do it. And I think that's the good thing about having a coach actually, you know, because they can see, I suppose the same as when I coach my clients, I can see what they're capable of. It's very typical, I suppose, that those New Year's resolutions type of thing. You know, you set them and you, nobody ever achieves them. However, all of the goals I've set with yourself, Helen, I've achieved them and even more. And that's what I, I found a little bit surprising. It's just like, and it then gets the mind working. You're then thinking, okay, what else can we do? Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences a full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast show with your solo host today, Helen Williams. I'm going to be introducing to you three clients of mine who have been with me for some considerable amount of time, coming from a whole spectrum of requirements from their personal goals to starting off in new business, um, eliminating a significant amount of debt, creating new business models within their specialised sector and basically taking their goals and their achievements by storm. Not to be misunderstood though that it's been an easy journey to today's date because it hasn't but this is the purpose of this for you to understand some of the behind the scenes happenings because a lot of coaching is very very personal and it's confidential a lot of it you know we don't always want our um dirty laundry hung out for all to see and draw an opinion on we're going through growth we're going through personal development and as such you know we respect that at the time so it's always nice when uh, clients are willing to open up and be transparent about their learnings and as we've said, their insights, their experiences, their wins, because this is what helps you understand the benefits of coaching and hopefully understanding how it can help you one day or somebody you know within your network. So sit back, relax, buckle up and really hear what these guys have got to share with you. So Dom, tell us a little bit more about how you heard about me and HEW and why you actually then went ahead and selected me as your coach. Um, so oh, I think uh, I came across you on, on LinkedIn. Yeah. And it was the, the, the I guess what I'd say, the tone of voice and the attitude, just something chimed, something fitted, I think, with what I was looking for at that time. 
I'd been trying to get my business off the ground for a couple of months. It was proving a bit tricky. I, I knew I had the nucleus of something good, and it just needed uh, it needed a couple of things just to give it a bit of a boost off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that funny thing. It was a really intuitive sort of feeling. Uh, I don't think I was actually particularly what would I even say. I don't think I was even particularly thinking. Oh yeah, I need a coach or looking for one. But it was just like a yeah. There's something here. I need to I need to chat to Helen, and and it just went from there. Really. That's really interesting then, that you say that, that you, you wasn't actually then even really looking for a coach. It's just the fact that you'd started off on your new business venture. You'd been self-employed after uh, redundancy for yeah. two or three months, wasn't it? That you'd, yeah. you know, you'd got the basics and the foundations and the, the vision together. Um, so that's interesting then that you that some, some, some attitude and some, what was it? What did you say? Attitude and tone of voice? Yes, yeah. But what was it about that then that, that related... Uh, just just really honest and real um and i think a lot of people don't don't do that and i think uh, my experience of people who have done of, of like coaching and stuff like that from for being in a professional employed job somewhere mm. is sometimes those people can be a little bit of a mystery you know they're there to help you to try and mentor and stuff like that but you don't necessarily know exactly where they're coming from mm. and and for me i think I've always found it really important to work with people that don't always have the same opinion as you, but come from that same place of always being open and honest and wearing their, their heart on their sleeve, I suppose, and just yeah. saying, this is, this is how I do things. Yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of work with you and your positioning over your business about values and the yeah. culture of your business and how you want to be uh, seen and positioned in, in your sector. Totally. Um, and I remember at the time when we sat down, in the initial stages about your values and you said you related them back to me because that's how you then that's how you then viewed any of my posts and any of my messages and 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 value on on social of that's how you operate and that that really spoke to you didn't it yeah it did yeah totally good okay cool so um with with that in mind with what you wanted to achieve with getting your business off the ground and everything else 12 months on what would you say, Dan, has been your, your biggest achievement, your biggest learnings? I'm much more focused. And I don't just mean that in the sense of like on, on tasks or anything. I mean, I don't think I really knew what I wanted the business to be 12 months ago. I had a lot of ideas, a lot of thoughts, a lot of possibilities going on. But I don't think I could really have, have summed up what I wanted it to be to, to people. So that focus has been really important. It's been hugely important in my my confidence. Yes, that gets built up by doing good jobs, by winning more business from people. But actually, one of the hardest things about working on your own is, yes, you get feedback from clients and you hope that's often going to be positive. It always has been so far. Um, but there's something about that that confidence that you get when you're in a team culture of just being around people, of having that um I suppose people have got your back, people you can talk to and open up a bit. And really, I think that part of the relationship that's been there, it's, it's, it's not like counselling. It sounds a little bit like there, but it's like actually somebody who can say, yeah, I think you're on the right track still. Yes, that looks like you've done a great job because it's really hard on your own to have some of that and to feel confident about things and to have that independent voice, check it or not. And actually, sometimes the things that have built my confidence more has been feedback that's been more challenging because that gets you actually on the right track sometimes or gives you a bit of a reality check about things. 
so yeah that that challenge thing is there as well is it's 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 something about being able with confidence to say this is me this is what i do um there's real value in it mm. and and to keep moving forward it's not just a a pat on the back and yeah great job or anything it's all very real from you Helen I think that's what I mean it's like um, because of that honesty and openness that's there in the coaching relationship it builds my confidence because I'm always getting going to get an honest opinion from you and um and actually that that just makes me feel better about everything and just like yeah keep going that's the right direction um and when I then talk to clients or potential clients those things are in there they're in your mind they're uh, they're they're there in the same way that when you're working in a team somewhere and you're doing something on your own as part of that team you know you've got those voices of what your colleagues might have said yeah that's fabulous I mean yeah you're right like I will always give you that challenge and that honest opinion if not I'd be a yes person I wouldn't be doing my job correctly would I you know we still wouldn't be working together 12 months Um, but in terms of your confidence levels and the clarity of your core messages of the business and you know what you're going out and achieving has just been absolutely huge in this in this working period and it's something that you should be massively proud of because yeah, I am I yeah. am because you know we have literally taken what was an amazing approach and an amazing business model and like we've said prior to this when we've, we've set record is we've, we've stripped it to pieces basically and then put it all yeah. together again haven't we that's yeah, something totally. now full of clarity you know full of exactly what you need to be going out with and positioning yourself in in your particular sector which is a specialized field as well yeah and yeah i just i'm i'm, I'm hugely proud of what you've been achieving and i can't wait for the next 12 months no 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 me neither um and then the i think the the, the other one which the the, the the sort of final thing is is this might sound quite small to some people but um, and it kind of comes off the back of the confidence thing, but it's about being able to, to put myself out there more. And I've, I think that's I've done that through starting to be more more visible on on social media, particularly LinkedIn. Not feeling like uh, I suppose feeling like I can be more active. I can actually say what I I believe and what I feel, and that that opinion's got some real real value. I'm quite passive on on things like that before. I'd, I'd read a lot of information. I'd use it as a way of hearing what other people had to say um but always with it even if it triggered thoughts always be a bit like oh i'm not so sure i should say what i think here but that's a big thing because i know that my business is going to be a success because people buy into me and the kind of person i am because that's who they want to work with as much as it is about the the technical expertise and 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 knowledge and, and everything else that's there yeah, that, that, that trust and that backing of yourself that what you have got to bring to the table and voicing that is huge. So when you say it's a small thing, it's really not because this is one of the key things that holds most people back. They don't think that they have got the value to offer to other people and yeah. really harness that. And, you know, that has come out in leaps and bounds. So what has, <laughs> on, a, on a true note here, what has it really been like working with me when you know that I have got that that truthful voice, you know, um, I've got that challenge behind everything that you do. I question everything that you do, why you're doing it and everything else. What has it been like for you with, with that in mind? It's just It's just a positive challenge all the time. I know that when we have a session, I'm going to have to really be engaged and think and be open to to new ideas about things but what i've always appreciated has just been the totally 
positive nature of it. When there's challenge, it's never you're doing that wrong or I wouldn't do it that way or that's not the way to do it. It's 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 a it's a positive step forward. It's say, do you think you could do that better or could you do that differently? Or how about if you thought about it from this angle instead? So it's always constantly building things up. Mm. Um, and that isn't easy to do. It's not just a yeah, great job, off you go, keep going. It's absolutely a hold on a second, I'm not sure that's quite right, but done in, in a really positive, constructive fashion, which again is not it's not it's not easy to do because it's not. <laughs> and back to what I was saying about openness and, and honesty, I think that means that I know I can say what I'm thinking. If it's not right one week to, to have a session we planned, I can just actually hand you know, this is, it's that, that openness and positivity about the relationship makes it strong and makes it what's, what means we, that there's been you know, 12 months has gone like that. Yeah, right, in your defence there, like there's been a lot of craziness in the world in the last 12 months, however, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a busy dad as well, and yeah. you, you have, you know, you, you and your, your wife Rosie have just introduced uh, your son to the world as well this year, so yes. you've had all of this going on at the same time, <laughs> as you, you know, as you growing your business and having your coaching and staying committed, yeah. and I want to ask you what does what does your family what do what do your children think about everything that you're doing and everything that you're achieving? With the job I used to do working in working in a, in a sixth form college, they might not have known exactly what I did every day, but they they got it in the sense that they both go to school. They know that there's people that run the school, and so it was easy. I could say, so that's what I do. I help run a school for kids who are age sixteen to nineteen, and it's like right, that's fine. That's what my dad does. And now it's a bit like, okay, so dad's at home a lot, especially the last six months, because <laughs> I've still been, I've been busier than ever, but I'm doing it almost entirely remotely. So they, they, I, I'm, I'm here, I've got this office at home, and they know I'm working with clients, but I don't think if they said, if you asked them, what do you do? I don't think they'd be so clear about it, but I think there's a, I think the positive thing is that the thing that probably says it most is actually what they haven't said. There's never a sort of, oh, what are you doing, Dad? I don't get it, or or anything sort of negative. It's a really interesting thing. I think one thing that is 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 a challenge still is when you're working at home, and that's specifically this includes pre-lockdown as well. Mm-hmm. Is um, being boundary with the kids about when you're working and when you're not is 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 always interesting because yeah. when you're in out at an office or a workplace or a college. It's easy, you know, you're out, but being there. And I think in some ways that's helped because actually you can really get across them the importance of what you do. If you're able to say, sorry, kids, actually, I do need, I need another hour before I finish work today. I'll see you then. In some ways it helps place that value and everything on it. If you're able to, to turn around to someone like that and, and say, actually, this is really important. It's what I'm doing. So they know it's important. And they've designed me, they both had a go designing me a logo before I got... <laughs> professional agency so there's a sense of like I think pride and excitement in there but obviously they're only kids it's not always easy to express yeah well in turn obviously they, they might not know the ins and outs and the intricacies of the business and you know what you're doing with clients and how you're positioned but they will get that you are that you are busy that you're ambitious that you're growing you know that you're taking yeah. them seriously and at the same time we've done a lot of work for you and you know together 
on your structure at home and your scheduling and yeah. your time being present with your family and your time being present on your business. Because often than not, you know, that's very, very blurred lines for people and causes so yeah. much overwhelm. And, you know, you know yourself through how that's then benefited your relationship with the kids, your relationship with your, with your wife and being able to be there to actually be present for like the time that's so important for every yeah. kid, but definitely for the newborn as well. You know, you, you've been able to do that, but you've still stayed committed to the business, to your coaching, to everything that you're doing. And it's, you've been able to do that because of how then you've, um, you've put things into perspective, into your mind and, and how you are dealing with your feelings and your emotions and the, the, the schedule and the demands and everything else. So, yeah, definitely hats off to you. It's been incredible watching and, and being part of it, to be fair. Thank you. Yeah. Natasha, I know you hate this kind of thing and you always um, <laughs> hate me putting you on the spotlight or um, asking you to do something particularly um, that's unplanned and unscripted or anything like that. Um, so thank you for taking part in this and you know, sharing your experiences. And okay. do you know what? It, it makes me laugh now because I can, because I know you. But it makes me laugh how you always get really petrified by doing anything out of the ordinary. When, mm. I, when actually I know you are, absolutely freaking good at what you're what you do and how you convey everything you know you've been on radio you've been on tv and you have your own online community but then i ask you to do something it's like ah! <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah i've learned from you to just say yes haven't i yeah absolutely <laughs> when somebody asks you to do something just say yes and work it out like work out how you're going to get there and the nerves and stuff after so you know yeah, i just say yeah <laughs> Let's go. Absolutely know it. So you've worked with me for quite some time now. It's been what we're approaching probably about eighteen months. And yeah. you know, I've I've seen you I've seen you grow significantly. But what mm. was it at first when you know you first started chatting with me and you were following me on Instagram? What was it about HEW, the brand and um, me personally that you thought that could help you along? Well, I actually came along to one of your workshops, didn't I, originally, because I was looking to work um, with a coach because as a fairly new kind of business owner, um, I'd kind of done it by myself for about eight months, but I knew that I needed someone to A, hold me accountable and B, like working alone is, is quite lonely. So I knew that I needed to build a team and like have that kind of support around me. So it's like a mutual business associate, actually. I was looking at working with somebody else and they said, oh no, I've got, you know, just the person for you. And obviously it was you. So I got in touch and you were running a workshop, I think, kind of just a few weeks later. So I popped up to Sheffield, came along to that. And I think I just liked what you stood for. I looked at you and I was like, yeah, I want to I wanna be like Helen when I grow up. <laughs> Even though we're basically the same age. <laughs> I looked at you and I was just like she's so confident and you know there was no kind of you were just totally yourself and you could see that you embodied that um, and I knew that that was an area that I struggled with you know like my self-confidence and you know like how should I be like my online presence like should I swear should I not swear how should I speak what sort of language should I use and you know it really came across to me that you were just open and honest and like what you see is is what you get whether it's online whether it's in person you know, and, and yeah, like I could just see that you had that integrity and that honesty and that openness and that just really attracted me to you. <laughs> so how, how 
now then with that, Natasha, has that then been ingrained within you? How have you worked upon that and adopted it for yourself? Just to, to show up as I am, really, you know, and accepting that not everybody is going to be for you and you're not going to be for everyone. But if you're constantly trying to put out someone that you're not or speaking in a certain way when that's not how you speak or that's not the language that you use or that's not how you are you know like you you're really speaking to no one whereas if you're yourself you're going to you know like your vibe attracts your tribe doesn't it I love that little saying but it's so you know it's so true and I felt like the minute I started just being myself and going this is how I am and showing up you know like make it free or belly rolls hanging out you know because I am into fitness and stuff and I think there's you know kind of that pressure on you to always show up like looking perfect um you know like the amount of messages and things that I got from people just like I really needed to see that today and then you feel like oh just just being me is is actually fine and it's okay you know people resonate with that actually more than if you're constantly trying to put out like this polished perfect version and when you've got perfectionist tendencies like me it's really hard to accept that actually people will just accept you as you are. And I think it attracts more people as well. Like just being not normal, but just being honest about like your struggles and kind of like where you're at. So I found that's, that's definitely helped. Yeah. And I honestly, obviously I may be biased. (laughs) I honestly think that you really carry that off well now. And it makes me very proud seeing it and seeing how you naturally then do apply yourself because I know who the real Natasha is. You know, mm. I knew that from day one. Like, and you even said to me, you went, how do you know this? I'm like, call it intuition, call it sixth sense, call it whatever you want, but I've got your cards marked, lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's so transparent. Excuse me. <laughs> but the thing is, um, I, I know how much you've grown mm. and I do know how you've applied all of that, but it's not been easy, has it? We, we you know, oh. we, we had a number of months of tears and tantrums and everything else in between. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about that. The tears, they still come. <laughs> but do you know what? That's one of the things I've just had to embrace about myself. You know, I am an emotional person yeah. and actually like that's all right. Like it doesn't mean that I'm broken or that I'm not going to succeed or that I'm some kind of failure just because I have a bit of a, you know, bit of a cry every week. And actually it's like it's really cathartic, you know, and you've made it all right for me to just, you know, have a little overwhelmed moment, have a little cry, and then I'll just crack on. Um, so knowing that I've got that within me, it is really, really helpful. But yeah, I mean, there's been, there's been so, many, <laughs> so many ups and downs. I remember when we first started working together, I'd put out a wellbeing retreat that I was going to run. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember <laughs> it. It was yesterday. I'd only had two people signed up, and I was going to just casually refund them and withdraw it from the market and I think you just said no you're doing it (laughs) and it was like oh okay I've told Helen and now I have to do it and I think that's the good thing about having a coach actually you know because they can see I suppose the same as when I coach my clients I can see what they're capable of um you know like in a in a different way and I suppose you saw that I was capable of doing it and I, I am glad that I didn't withdraw it because even though no I didn't sell it out No, I didn't make any money off it, but what I got in terms of my confidence and belief in myself, you know, and what those five women got as well and the feedback and the testimonials, you know, was, was worth way more than the profit, you know, in terms of what I got back. Yeah. And then obviously we had the lockdown situation. (laughs) 
that's obviously been very very difficult you know trying to homeschool a child which I'll be honest after two weeks the homeschooling just became home there was no schooling um but yeah like I suppose through working with you rather than just get you know going into a meltdown of like you know my finances are going down and just watching that it was like right what can I what can I do and I built a whole new product you know I just kind of yeah got on with it really kept up my sessions with you you know as much as I could during that period and and built a new online service and I think if I hadn't been working with you it would have been really easy to just go into that meltdown of I need to get a proper job and like you know I've lost over 75% of my money and but obviously with you there sort of backing me you know I, I launched a new product and got that off the ground so yeah and, and for that, again, I am massively proud of you for doing so because that was something that, you know, has been in your pipeline and your vision for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we can wait for the perfect time all our lives, can't we? Um, yeah. You know, this was lined up, ready to go prior to um, the pandemic hitting, wasn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. And it's the same as the retreat. Like, we could have we we pulled out of that. We could have pulled the rug on it you know we could have pulled out of you launching your new online product but we didn't and you know you executed on that as planned and you kept you you kept your nerve and you kept your steel with it Um, Mm. and and that you know that's paying off and for you to do that in in such challenging times is testament to how far you literally have come Um, but I want to I'm gonna I'm going to take you back 12 months Okay. <laughs> You're probably going to cringe at this. What's she going to say? <laughs> 12 months. Okay, transport yourself back uh, to the stage at the Sheffield Football. <laughs> going to say that. She's going to talk about the stage. Okay, the stage at uh, Sheffield City Hall, uh, for our listeners, uh, formed part of a confidence workshop that we did. Mm. And the afternoon session, I dropped it on or surprised <laughs> all the attendees Natasha being one of them that we were heading onto the stage and doing uh, afternoon activities and presentations from the stage because one of the greatest fears that people have it, and, and fear it more than death astoundingly is public <laughs> so public speaking and being mm. front of house for your business for your brand is massively important it's not just important it's vital okay so we were we were basically pushing boundaries for you what happened to you on on that occasion give us some info because we've got the videos out there (laughs) me and lauren have had um me and lauren have had discussions over this and actually filmed on this which we'll release as well on the back of it over like you know coaching position and everything else but give us your take on what happened there did you actually film that did you film it yeah <laughs> oh dear so <laughs> the funny thing is before we actually went in I remember I arrived early because I traveled up from Peterborough and I think we were actually shown into that auditorium to kind of sit and wait until you were ready and I do remember sitting there with my coffee and just kind of like looking down at the stage and looking out into this auditorium thinking oh, like, how amazing would it be, you know, like, to be a person standing on that stage and imagine speaking to an audience. <laughs> Little did I know that that's pretty much what you were going to get us doing that afternoon. And the funny thing is, I mean, there wasn't even, you know, it wasn't that big an audience, was it? It was like, what was there, eight of us, maybe? Eight, nine of us. 
And um, Helen got us out to sit on the stage and kind of said, I can't even remember what you said we were going to talk about, like pitch our business or something like that. And I can't remember it because I feel like I've just absolutely wiped it, you know, like the trauma from my memory. <laughs> I remember it happened um, and I was kind of sat there and the minute Helen said you know you're going to stand and you're going to present it took everything in my body like my body just went hell no and I just wanted to run off the stage and go home to be honest which feels so ridiculous now but it was such a strong physical reaction in me of I cannot do this I don't want to do this and then it was like so many emotions in the space of about 10 seconds flat like I felt I felt angry at Helen, like, why would she do this to us? She must know. <laughs> she knew that this would be an issue for me. I took it personally. It was just, it was terrifying. And then I think Helen sort of spotted that. And then I cried, didn't I? <laughs> Burst into some tears, uh, which is, I think, my default setting. Um, and then I kind of just, just had to get over myself because it was, you know, like Helen said, you can, if you want, you can leave. But I know myself well enough to know that Yes, the option is there to leave, but it's not really an option because how would I feel if I left? I knew that I'd then be disappointed in myself and if I hadn't even tried. So I'd rather try and feel like I failed than not try at all. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I stood up and did it. Can't really remember very much of what I said. I just was in a panic and absolutely terrified the whole time. But I did feel so much better for actually having it done. And that has actually carried through with me, you know, like over the last 12 months, I was saying to you, I think yesterday or earlier, I was actually at college last week and we had to take in like an item of footwear to tell a story about ourselves. A lot of people, you know, kind of wrote down what they wanted and I did think about writing some prompts and I thought, no, do you know what, just challenge yourself. Like you're literally telling a story, you're talking about yourself, like why do you need a script? You don't, you don't need a script. And actually, I went in, I just freestyled it, and it went so much better than had I read something or been prompted by something. So yeah, I felt quite proud of myself for doing that. But again, it's probably not something I would have done hadn't I worked with you, because I wouldn't have trusted in my own ability that, of course, you can just freestyle and do things, you know, like off the cuff. And that's actually trans, you know, transferred through to like my whole business, actually. Um, even with like my clients' sessions and things, I used to plan everything down to the T, you know, like be a real perfectionist. And if we went in the gym and someone was on our machine, I started to feel aggrieved, you know, that they're on our machine. <laughs> it's like, not because I didn't know, you know, like another 10 replacement exercises, but because I planned it and things weren't going to plan. So I feel like working with you has helped me just adapt so that if things don't go to plan, it's okay because there's always a plan C, D, E, <laughs> we'll get there, you know. the alphabet if we need to, you know. <laughs> yeah it might sometimes be a longer way round but you know you we get there in the end so. but yeah no reverting back to um the stage scenario you know you you and through other times when it has been a little bit icky and uncomfortable for you in sessions you have to you have to put that trust not in just into yourself into mm -hmm. you know what you think that you're capable of or you know you don't want to let yourself down but you have to put that trust into me because obviously, you know, you know that from, from the work that you do with clients is they need to trust you as well for yeah. how far you can push them. And, you know, that was, a, that was a safe environment. And the fact that you couldn't remember what you said on stage is irrelevant. You know, the content actually, the words itself was irrelevant. It was the act of doing and overcoming those limiting beliefs. Because I knew that the people I had in that workshop, including you and probably more specifically you, public speaking and that vision 
of being an influencer in front of people is is a vision of yours so yeah. if 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 as your coach i couldn't see that and i couldn't work with you on practical experiences for you to smash through those limiting beliefs and those barriers i would be doing you a disservice so as much as i knew that you were fucking hating every single second and you hated me you know we i've got film footage of you know the the, the live coaching that happened on stage you know because there were tears and there were resistance yeah but i knew in that moment that that was going to be pivotal pivotal for your movement going forward and it, it absolutely has been yeah yeah it definitely it definitely was i mean as soon as i did it and i sat down i was instantly just glad that i'd done it no. even though i can't say i enjoyed it <laughs> i'd always have thought if i got on stage i'd love it maybe, maybe next time we'll see always so. next time always <laughs> next time <laughs> mr rex <laughs> helen <laughs> You've been with me for um, quite some time. I'm sure you'll be able to uh, recite the exact date and time. Um, but no, joking aside, um, you have been with HEW and working with me uh, for a while. And you've known me prior to that as well within the property networks and all, all of the networking there. But why, why me? Why did you choose me to work with you to achieve your goals? Our dad prior coaching and it was almost like they were unrealistic they were just like way too far of a a leap it's almost like somebody who's earning 100 pounds a year then trying to being expected to then try and get a million you know it is possible but just not in such a fast drastic matter i loved your approach because it was more realistic i could relate more to how you were operating okay cool how did you quantify that in terms of then what you wanted to achieve what were your objectives at that time obviously it wasn't to leap from a pound to a million pound but um what, what what was it what you wanted to achieve well at that moment when on the 13th of july when we first um met on our first meeting was July 2018 2018 and it was down in London and we had a all-day session from 10 o'clock start there we are (laughs) yeah because it was um down the stairs and then um it was like a curved shape uh, seat as well yeah forever ingrained in your mind the moment of truth and the changing point for you but yeah. just before we go on to your objectives, tell us yeah. about that, because that didn't necessarily go how you wanted it to go, did it? Um, no, it's a bit of a, a shock to the system because I'm somebody who's I've got a very good work ethic, and there was me thinking I could I needed the coaching to try and encourage me to do even more, but you had to kind of put the reins on and make me stop doing everything for my own health just purely because I was working so excessively it was then the biggest shock was was it being told no that we couldn't work together because I wasn't prioritizing my health and it was a very valid point I had to then really contemplate on what it was that I wanted and obviously luckily for me what I wanted was to was to work with you so I knew I had to address my health because 
Yeah, that is one of the key pillars of HEW. <laughs> and it, it has served you better since that, that point, but it, that was a fact of the day, wasn't it? It was an uncomfortable day for you because it was a case of like um, the spotlight was on and we were moaning a few truths. And I, like it was a shock to your system, but I was, I was astounded by your current situation. And I, I knew you, like I said, from, from networking, but I didn't know the ins and outs. Yeah. Um, so I was astounded, and that, like I said to you on that day, I, I can't, I can't work with you to for it to show as though I and my brand are encouraging what you're doing. So that's why I said no. I closed the door and I said, if you want to work with me, you go away and you you change shit up. Yeah. Um, if you don't, then continue as you're going. But I'm not condoning it, and I'm not supporting it. And I knew I was doing the right thing at that time for yeah. the sake of my brand. And for the sake of you as well and your health and well-being, because that is important to me. You know that we don't that we don't support the, the hustle and the grind, you know, and, and, and give you badges for how much you can work. Like this was dangerous to your health. We're not just talking the fact that you was neglecting it. You were putting yourself in danger. Oh, uh, yes. And yeah, you needed to take one hundred percent responsibility of that, which you did. Luckily, yeah. you went away dangerous yeah. and you came knocking on my door again. And here we are. So what did you want to change at that time? I just I really wasn't myself anymore. And it was then through us chatting and everything, it, it was then become noticeable how much I was just running myself into the ground. And then we would then potentially talk about other subjects. And then you'd notice my body language were changing. So like, for example, it was the snowboarding. So that was really when... You know, my eyes will open up and get really excited about it because it is one of my passions. So it's just, I just wasn't myself. And it's because, you know, now looking back at it, it's because I was just running myself into the ground. Mm. Uh, Is it it fair for me to say, and obviously I don't want to put words into your mouth here, Brett, at all. Is it fair to say and share that you was actually going down a path that wasn't aligned with yourself? You were trying to create something that, wasn't necessarily cut out for you yeah quite possibly i had my reasons for doing it but it just obviously just didn't create that spark that i was kind of wanting and then just being very fortunate where through all the coaching i have now i found that spark and not only have i found the spark but i've i've got that fire burning (laughs) But there's a, there's a, there was a lot more to it than obviously, you know, identifying your spark, identifying your passion, identifying who you are as a person, in fact. Yeah. That was lost in all of it. Yeah. You know, identity, expectations of oneself, your general well-being, your general happiness, everything. Um, but with it, there were things going off in the background of, you know, your, your financial situation. Yeah. You had to get a lid on. And I think that is something that you're going to pinpoint as one of your biggest achievements. Do you want to tell yeah. us that? Yeah, for sure. At that time when we were first meeting, it was around maybe 28K. However, within the next couple of months, because I was going through a um, refurbing a property. Sorry. 28K debt. 28 Debt, £28,000 debt. Um, working debt. Yeah, so obviously it was through multiple 
things through trying to invest in into the property industry, trying to get the correct education for it. Um, but yet it then still increased up to the £34,000 debt. That was through credit cards, loans, all sorts. So then the biggest achievement for me was clearing all of that. It was a hard slog, um, working two full-time jobs. But I had that focus, I had that guidance. And within, I think, maybe between 12 and 18 months, Mm. I cleared it all off. Mm. And I wasn't earning that kind of money, 34K a year, to just clear it. It's just down to the Mm. pure grit of putting in the work. Yeah, well, we stripped things back, we kept things accountable, yeah. and we we reframed what it was for, and for yeah. one game of it all. Um, and yeah. the important thing was, is getting that off of your chest to then basically start again. We start yeah. afresh, and we create new goals, and we go again. Yeah. And, that, you know, that testament to you for sticking to that, it was a hard slog, but you came through it. And yeah. the mindset has grown off the back of that. Yes. So your meticulous management now and your mindset towards money, towards finance, is, is, is impeccable with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. to the fact of sometimes now I'm like, right, you are allowed to spend some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. You're allowed yeah. to treat yourself now. <laughs> oh, thanks. Giving <laughs> you permission. That's um, it. Yeah. So, with your with with your coaching, we'll we'll, we'll cover off some of your your, your experience and, and stuff in a sec. But with your coaching, did you have any prior expectations at all, or anything like that? Like, what what were you expecting from when we when we set the the word go on things? Yeah. What were your expectations? You come across as like the kind of person. It's like you'd give a kick when a kick is needed, kind of thing. So I knew full well that accountability for me worked wonders because if I then said to you, oh, I, I need to do such and such, I knew full well, you'd be then saying, Brett, why haven't you done this? You know, And then all of a sudden it's just like, ah, um, I can't give any excuses because that's all it would be. So it's, uh, I expected to have those kicks when they were needed. But yet, uh, once again, I think the, the biggest expectation that I it wasn't even an expectation that it's being told no. It, it's just a big, like, it's just like, ah, okay. What do you mean, though, in that, in that respect? That, because you said that was a shock, you weren't expecting it. You no. just thought that you, you could say, yeah, you want to work with me, and I'd just go, okay, then. Um, so what, what you're saying in terms of, because you've been told no, it made you even more determined that you're going to do it? Yes. Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's it is that resilience we don't have to accept no and it was the fact that you know like I've said testament to you you'd gone away and made the changes come back yeah and several times through um, through your sessions Brett when it's not been all a bed of roses you know well, it, no. not just laughs and sunshine and, and we have fun you, ha- you have had some of that you know you've had the you've had the experience of being in the rooms with other clients workshops you know, we've got a great little community. Uh, you've seen the growth in other people as well as yourself and the growth of the business because you've been, you know, you've been a- alongside me since, since 
it was born, you know, you've, you've seen the expansion, you've seen Lauren coming in, you've seen what we've done with it and you know where we're taking it as well. Yeah. Um, so if anybody, if anybody knows it in that respect, it's you, but it is down to, it is down to knowing what you actually want. And if somebody's going to then put an obstacle in your way for, for them, that to make you even more determined then I, I would do that. I would do that all day long because it's not healthy for it all to just be a yes person. I don't want to take your, your money's no good to me. If you're digging yourself your grave at the same time. Yeah. And I hit home and you know yourself, I hit home on, on how a business should be run via your core values. Yeah. It would have been massively hypocritical of me to have taken you on at that time. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, no amount of, of, um, a client signing on a contract or anything would quantify for, for doing the right thing. No. So that, like I said, yeah, that's, I think that's why that time in, in your life, the 13th of July, it will, <laughs> it will always stay there. It will yeah. always stay there in your mind. Yeah. So with that in, with that in mind, what has been your, your biggest learning so we've oh. had achievements, we've had the debt clear, yeah. we've got you on your path of what you want to do. You've actually got some successful assets now behind you as well that's generating income. Um, you've got a solid, you've got a solid background um, of you know where you are financially, the stability there, the income, and then you've you've gone on to achieve what you want to achieve within the sector that you're in. So yeah, there's been there's been masses of achievements. The debt has been the first one because then that's been snowballed into everything else. But what's been your biggest learning? What have you learned about yourself? Oh wow, uh, there's been lots of learnings. But I think the biggest one would have been that the goals are actually I've achieved them. Like because sometimes they can you can think it's very typical I suppose that those new year's resolutions type of thing you know you set them and you, nobody ever achieves them however all of the goals I've set with yourself Helen I've achieved them and even more uh, and that's what I, I found not just a learning but quite a little bit surprising it's just like and it then gets the mind working you then thinking okay what else can we do kind of thing it, it, it's I enjoy it. It's then just pushing even more. It's achieving even more, learning even more. It's almost like like the ceiling's been lifted. If that makes any sense. It yeah. does make complete sense. Okay. <laughs> there is no ceiling. You can achieve whatever you want. And yeah. you mentioned at the beginning, you have the work ethic of an absolute dog. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. do. But given that with the right guidance in the right place, with the right application, that can be dangerous. Yes. So, you know, when you tell me about your goals or what's on, on, on the next kind of hit list, I've already got you on I've already got you on the mountain. I've already got you succeeding at the next point. Like yeah. that is that is where it's at and you then you're then the one behind it making it happen. Yeah. So very, very exciting times to come, Brett. You've been an oh, absolute yes. pleasure. 
uh, working uh, working with you for all of this time. We know we've been uh, doing a lot of our sessions uh, during lockdown. First thing in the morning, we've been online from any time from seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning. Do you want to tell anybody what I'm like first thing? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's sometimes when it's quite entertaining because you will just be dead blunt and to the point. It'd be like. Yep, I'm going to have this coffee because I feel like. <laughs> so then, and that's what I just admire the most, though, um, is that I think there's even been times when you'd got a couple of snacks there as well at the same time, and that um, you'd got all your drinks lined up because you knew you were on for a full day kind of thing. Uh, and it's just great to uh, see and for you to share that um, because it really does put it into perspective and yet it's it's still great though because even though it might be first thing in the morning you're still bouncing off the walls and everything maybe, maybe not some mornings Brett I think you're <laughs> too kind there okay probably when I am more tired um <laughs> I've come off the back of a really bad night of sleep or something but now it, do you know what it, it's always a pleasure it doesn't matter what time of, of the day it is I bounce off the energy from people like you. I yeah. bounce off the um, the work ethic and your desires and your goals and the hunger to want to improve yourself. So I have to I have to rise to that obligation, um, and I will always continue to do so as long as you keep putting the work in. I'm there behind you and, and and you know pushing you up that mountain, dragging you up that mountain wherever you are. <laughs> Just for the context of, of listeners, there we'll keep referring to mountains uh, because Brett is uh, Brett is going to be a number one uh, snowboarding coach. Already got what qualifications have you already got? I'm currently at the moment a Basie Level Two snowboard coach, okay. and I'm working towards my three. Mm-hmm. There are uh, there's about nine different sections part of that. Uh, I've ticked off one, uh, so we did that during the lockdown. So that was a, a very fortunate thing for me. I've come out stronger. So that was a written project. And then the other one that I've been currently working on is learning a second language. And for me, that was uh, German. And that's been, yeah, it's been brilliant. I've really enjoyed doing it. And it, it's, just, it's a weird one because you just very often, you get in, you're having to do things. You just think, well, why would I need to do that as an instructor? But yet me being me, it's just another skill. It's just, it's pushing me as a person again by being in that kind of environment. So, yeah, it's... Um, After you for that, Brett, you know, you've shown up every single day with your, with your German uh, tuition. You've had private tuition, you've been in groups, you, you're speaking with people directly in Germany, you're putting yourself out there and you deserve every credit that, you, that you're going to bring into your life. Um, and I truly mean that. Because I know what you've been like when you've been on your knees. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I see you genuinely smiling, and I mean genuinely smiling, because I used to say this to you, and I said this to you down in London. So don't, yeah. don't smile at me with that fake so, smile. Yeah, that's right, because it was fake, wasn't it? Yeah. And, I, and you said, how did you know? And I just said, I just know. Yeah. Call it intuition, call it what you want. But I just knew. And when I see you now, I am extremely proud. So you deserve every credit that you get to live the life that you desire. Uh, and if that's on the top of the mountain... Shouting and cheering in German, you go for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you ever so much, Brett. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Helen. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. 
For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.